0: Shabbos, Per Gimel, Mishnah, Dalad, 3, 4, Misa. Now, Misa means an event that actually occurred, and it typically comes in the Mishnah to bring a proof of the story that is consistent with what was said in the previous Mishnah. In fact, in our in the Gemara, in the Bavli so this Mishnah is not broken up. In other words, what we said in the previous Mishnah, referring to um, using sand to heat the egg is directly followed by the word Maisa in the same Mishnah. Here it's broken with two Mishnahs, but still, we're going to now be reflecting back on what we said in the previous Mishnah, and we're going to say a following story. The people of Teveria once did the following stunt. Ve'hiviyu silon is famous for having hot springs. And the hot springs, of course, are great because they stay warm all year-round. They tend to be sort of a little bit stinky and gross, um, as all hot springs tend to be. So what the people of Tveria did is they said, listen, let's make a mikvah of clear, fresh water from the Kinneret. We'll take a pipe. We'll run the pipe through the hot water of the Chameh Teveria of the Tveria hot springs. And that will allow the cold water coming from the Kinneret, Lake Kinneret, to be warmed up. And now we can fill a mikvah with Clean, fresh, warm water. Brilliant. And since we're not using a fire to cook it up, it seems like it should be okay. So that's what it says here again. Maisa, it happened, Sha'asu Anshi Tiveria, the men of Tiveria did the following story. They heviu silon, they took a pipe of tsunan of cold water, Le ama and they put it through a little like a little like river or conduit of hot water that was coming from the hot springs. And then they filled up, let's say, a mikveh with that now warm, clean, fresh water. However, the rabbis who observed this um, contraption said, if we're talking about Shabbos, that you want to use this mikveh or this water, it has the status of any other water that was heated, I mean, like on a fire or whatever it is, or told of on Shabbos. That being the case, Asurim Barachitza Uvishtia. that would mean you're not allowed to use this warm water that was heated on Shabbos for rechitzah, for washing your body. Meaning even the tiniest bit, you can't wash one finger with it because you're benefiting from something that was heated on Shabbos. And the rule is you'd have to wait as long as it takes after Shabbos to heat up water that amount. So you can't get any benefit even for one little tiny bit of washing your hands or face, feet, etc. Uveshtiyah, it's also forbidden to drink from that water because you can't drink from water. That was heated on Shabbos, and you'd have to wait. Meaning, they're treating this as being regularly heated Shabbos water. Uvi tov. and if it, we're talking about a case of yomtov, so then the water is kachamen shehochmu has the status of any other water which was heated on yomtov. Now the rule is, you are yes allowed to um, boil water on yomtov as long as you have the fire from before, and that being the case, you would be allowed to drink this water. But the rule is that we we don't heat water for bathing on, on Yom Tov um, the reason why is because uh, according to for Ashkenazim according to Tosfos the reason why is because that uh, would be an in fact uh, of simply although there's a rule of Matoch when, which says that since certain things are permitted on, on um, Yom Tov so then everything like that is permitted on Yom Tov so that means that you can carry on Yom Tov since, since you need to be, let me take a step back I'm sorry The rules of Yom Tov, in terms of the halachas, are a little more lenient than the rules of Shabbos because one is allowed to prepare food on Yom Tov. So things that are for food prep, like, for example, cooking, or let's say carrying, um, are permitted on Yom Tov, while they're forbidden on Shabbos. The rule is that since, metoch, since they permitted it, the Torah permits it in general, the rabbis didn't forbid it, um, even if you're not doing it specifically for cooking purposes. Um, But that's true, and that means, for example, a person now can sort of carry on yomtof. You can carry your shofar to shul on yomtof. It's not a problem. Um, However, there are still certain restrictions on, um, according to on, on cooking water, if you're cooking it not for the sake of consuming it, but for the sake of bathing in it. And the reason why is because the... Matoch principle, according to Tosos, only allows um, one to do things that are shavluchol nefesh, that the purpose for which you're doing this cooking on Shabbos isn't um, just to do work on Shabbos, but you do something that which everyone needs on, on, excuse me, on Yom Tov. I'm sorry, on Yom Tov, It's the kind of thing that everyone needs on Yom Tov. So everyone de- needs to eat on Yom Tov. so therefore all eating type things are permitted. Drinking out water permitted. As far as bathing goes, um, Tosos understood that bathing is not the kind of thing people need to do every day. And therefore, and even that they do every day. And that being the case, um, one would not be allowed to heat water on Yom Tov. If one did, for the sake of bathing, he'd be over an istirah Um And therefore, the halach would be according to Tosos, even halach For Ashkenazim, is even water that was heated before Yom Tuf cannot be used for showering on Yom and um, That's a d'inter unless unless one come to cook and heat the water on Yom Tov proper. Uh, for the record, the Rambam is more lenient. The Rambam says that in fact one could heat water for bathing on. Yamtuf, midoraisa, just Midar Aban, we don't do that because less one comes to use the bathhouse and there's restrictions on, on bathing in the bathhouse, etc. And therefore, the Raman would hold that before Yamtuf, if the water was heated, one could use that water, the hot water, for bathing on Yamtuf, and that would be the halacha for Sephardim, Lam-a-isa. Um Okay, anyways, so back to here, we're saying that if you use this contraption, the Tveria contraption of heating the cold water by running it through the the little river conduit of hot taveria water so on Yom Tov so that would be like heating it on Yom Tov which means it's permitted to drink because you can cook water to drink on Yom Tov no problem but you can't use it for bathing and according to I'll explain now um, bathing this restriction is you, you could use hot water for bathing washing your hands or feet or face because that's something that everyone does every every day and therefore it would be permitted but washing the rest of your body meaning your whole body that would not be allowed um, that's what the Mishnah here is saying that it's like Khamin, like hot water, that was heated on Yom Tav, and therefore it's in Baruchitza. One couldn't wash his whole body without hot water, but you could wash one part of your body at a time, or your hands, your feet, or your face, etc. Okay. And Mutarim Beshtiya, and one could drink that water. So, and the men of Tiveria relented, they followed the Psalch of the Rabbanan. And the chachamim, and that being the case, they broke their, they dismantled their uh, contraption of heating canary water on Shabbos or Yom Tov by running it through the, the chamei Tiveria. Um Now, just reflecting back for a second, what is the problem here? What is the problem with running the cold water through the, the hot water? So, um, a simple understanding would be that this hot water, like the chachamim, is this hot water was is a uh, is heated, preheated, and like we said in the previous Mishnah, and that's why it says "my it's reflecting the previous Mishnah, we're saying you can't use preheated things to cook on Shabbos or Yom Tov. So although it may not be heated by a fire, the same way the rabbi said you can't use preheated by the sun frying pans and handkerchiefs, even though it's not heated by a fire necessarily, because people get confused, so too you can't use preheated water um, for heating things, even if it wasn't heated by a fire, because because people will come to get confused and use hot water that was heated by a fire to cook on Shabbos or Yom Tov. I, I should say on Shabbos, um, or for heating for bathing on Yom Tov. That's straightforward. Now, according to Biosi, who said that if you didn't heat it by fire, the tolda that is permitted to use as a heat source. The question is, according to Biosi, how do you understand the story of the Chameh that it's prohibited for using that hot water to heat up this cold water when it's not over a fire? Or heated by a fire, so either you'll say that the issue is simply one of hatamana, hatamana something totally different. Hatamana is insulation. So the same way that it started out by saying in the previous mishnah, you according to that one shot, you can't insert the egg into the hot sand because it's like hatamana; it's like insulation with um, something that could be mistaken later on for a a mosif hevel for something that adds heat, like the remnants, the embers. So too, you cannot insulate your cold water and the hot water. Pipe, which would be similar, and um, and therefore, according to the, if the according to the first approach the Amoraim and the Gemara about Rabbi why he agrees that you can't put eggs in the previous mission into hot sand, he would say the same thing: you can't put cold water into hot water because insulation. According to the other opinion that we brought in the Gemara from the Gemara, why it's why Rabbi agrees you can't put eggs in sand, hot sand. Um, on Shabbos, even though he lets a... he doesn't have a problem with told of hama, preheated by the sun things. Um, so the other pshat was, the issue was digging the sand itself. According to Rashi, it was the issue was um, digging in your backyard. According to Tosos, one pshat was, it was the issue of mukta That, of course, has no relevance to the water pipes. There's no digging, there's no mukta issue. So um, then what we would have to say is that Rabiosi holds that this water that was heated... The hot water of, of the chametz the Tiveria hot spring water, has a status of tolda of esh, that it's considered to be like a fire derivative. Um, the way the Gemara puts it, these the waters that are heated in chametz the hot springs, pass by the the fires of Gehenna, so it is fire that heats it up. Um, the inside of the earth is we know this geothermal heat, like inside a volcano that gets released there. There's beneath the ground the ground is hotter, um, there's magma beneath there and so on, you know, melted rock, etc. So Rabiola is understanding that, that what goes inside inside the earth either literally is fire um, or has the status equivalent to fire, and is uh, therefore something that's heated by that, geothermal heating, is considered to be a told of ash and would be forbidden. Okay, fire. The again follows the Chachamim, so the whole thing's a non-starter. According to Chachamim in the previous Mishnah, even anything that's heated, um, whether told of chama or told of H, anything that's preheated or the water in this case of our Mishnah would be forbidden as, as a heat source, so therefore it's straightforward. One it couldn't do this This very hot spring trick. Okay, the mission's not done. The mission is a whole new topic here, whatever, I mean, a new paragraph, if you will. Um, we're going to talk about now um, two particular containers that were used for keeping water warm. Think of it like as like a a thermos, if you will. So, of course, they didn't have real thermoses; they couldn't make vacuums back then. So, what did they do? They would have a container filled with water, and then they would use supplemental coals added to the container to keep the water warm. So, you have two methods here: you have like coals on the outside, like a little pouch on the outside of the container, which has hot coals which will add heat, and you have sort of like a, a double bottomed, so like a fake bottomed um, container, where the under the top part is a container for water, and the bottom part. It's a shelf where you can put hot coals, which will, of course, make the water much, much hotter. So, according to most, according to Bartunrah and most um, Rishonim here, what we're talking here is an issue of hatmana, of insulation. And we're speaking a bit out of turn because we'll go back to the topic of hatmana in the next parak. But the rule is that one cannot insulate with something which is called a most of Hevel, something which adds heat to what you're taking off the fire, to the food. So, the question is if you remove the coals from these utensils, are they considered to be um, most of Hevel or not? So we have two utensils here. The first is called the Muliar. Muliar is the one that's heated from the side; has a little pouch on the side um, of, for coals. And if you remove that, the coals from the side of the Muliar, so then we say that um, it's not a most of Hevel. The heat diminishes, and you could therefore keep that hot water for use on Shabbos. Whereas according to the uh, according, to, whereas the other utensil called the Antichi, um, which has this big base underneath where the coals go in. Even if you rake it out, it's considered to be a most of Hevel. Well, there's so much heat built up inside that container, and even if there might be little bits and pieces of you know of, of um, coal left in the bottom there, all adds the heat, which is stored inside the container, and therefore it's considered to be a most of Hevel, and therefore you can't use it on Shabbos because you can't insulate in such a container on Shabbos. That's what the bartender learns. Fine. Um, and so the Mishnah says, now inside... Muliar, if you have that muliar, the heated from the side version, hagaruf, and you've removed the coals. You raked out those coals from the side of the pouch that's keeping the muliar warm. So then shosim hemenu You are yes allowed to drink that water on Shabbos because we're not considering this to be a mosav hevel, it's just in a container, and that's fine. Antichi, on the other hand, if you have the, the coals at the bottom layer heating up the container of water above it, afel even if you rake out those coals, still ain't shelos me You can't use that antichi water on Shabbos for drinking because it's considered to be insulated in a container, which is the most of hevel, which is adding heat to the water because of all the heat stored up inside the bottom of the antichi. And that's the bartender learns. Tosos doesn't like that shot, but I, because there's no real halakhla maysa so considerations as far as I'm concerned, I will leave Tosos' explanation out.